in a world where boring podcasts run rampant. Oh my gosh, I have this butter that's going to make the cellulite come off my ass. One podcast rules above them all. You know what really fries my donuts? This Monday, a brand new season two is coming soon to a streaming service near you. It will be awesome. Six segments. Two hosts. One bad ass. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Micah. And this is the Donut Box Podcast. Well, Micah, it is officially our one-year birthday, our first birthday anniversary of the Donut Box Podcast. What do you want to call it? Uh, Season 2. Season 2, episode 1, our anniversary, all of the above. Well, i tell you this much. You can tell we're getting a little edgier in season 2. We've already said ass twice. That made it three times. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. I was like, that made it three times. But yeah, man. Hey, we want to give a big shout out to all of those that have stayed on the bus with us. From A1 since day one, our people in Texas, our people in Georgia, and all those that have joined us, people in Florida, people in Iowa, Nebraska, Michigan, Washington has become, Washington, D.C. has become a big one, Pennsylvania, Virginia. Virginia has been A1 since day one, too. I can't leave them out. Who else do we have that have been supporting us? Dude, Oregon uh, has been has been really good. Iowa, Ohio. I mean, shoot, we've had all sorts of Brussels, Belgium, if we're talking international. Dude, they've they've been our ace one since day one overseas there. I mean, we, we literally have all sorts of people, man. It's 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 really awesome to see everybody grow. But uh, we've had some people who, you know, Virginia, I've always wanted to try to pronounce the name of the town that they're that they at. It's like Tappahannock or something like that. It's like, man, that's a cool name for a town. Yes, it is. Also, our people in Dublin, Ireland, and guess what? We want to welcome our brand new listening, listening state in Alabama. So we have most of the Southeast. We got Alabama on our radar. Did you know that? Alabama. Well, shoot. All right. Well, hey, you know, welcome, welcome. We got, like Chris said, we got most of the Southeast. We got a lot of the Northeast, too. We just really cut blanket in the states now. Trash can nation. I'm just going to put that out there. Yes. Yeah, so normally, if you have been listening for a while, normally how we do this is each segment represents or sorry, each donut represents a different segment on the Donut Box podcast. But since this is our one-year marker, we're going to do things just a little bit different. We are going to give you guys background information, uh, behind-the-scenes look of how Donut Box first started, a little bit of behind-the-scenes of the episodes, some of our favorite episodes, and we're going to give you guys podcasting tips if you're a brand new podcaster or you want to start your own podcast and we're also going to tell you what we've learned through this podcast segment so i guess we should really start from the beginning um we had kind of come up with the brainchild of trash can tv but when did we really decide do you remember for us to do a podcast and why did we decide to call it the donut box podcast how to kind of walk them through of how it started so i remember it was about a year and two months ago And funny thing was, Chris and I, what we would do is we had uh, the same day off a lot of the time. And so what we would do is we would go to local bowling alley. And really what it started off as is uh, we'd be sitting there bowling and we'd be talking about these ideas. Man, I wish we could make a show doing this. I wish we could make a show doing that. Um, Or, you know, a lot of these improv segments or things that we have that happen. Literally, this is just stuff that we would be doing. We'd be literally bowling 
making up characters on the fly. Literally just talking about this stuff. And, you know, that's... I, I would like to say that that was kind of a localized thing, but we've been doing that ever since we were kids, you know? And so we had started talking about old times. If you'd listened to um, other parts of our, our other episodes, we've talked about, you know, previous works that we did, some of the um, some of the videos that we put out, some of the kind of goofier things we've done over the years. We started talking about all that stuff, and we started thinking about, you know, why don't we do something with it and that's where we came up with trash can tv we came up with that idea and the branding and the logo and then we just started talking about ideas and a podcast came up yeah a podcast did come up we were just kind of floating ideas about tv shows about animated shows um we fully planned a whole season one of an animated show that we may release sometime maybe not super soon but it is like has been in the works and we've talked about different ideas for a show but we were like okay what is like the first step in order for us to make this big grand vision because we started thinking about streaming services we started thinking about tv show ideas and so we had all these ideas and we were like okay what is our first step into making trash can tv happen and so we said you know what podcasting is a little bit of an easier way to make this happen a full-fledged tv show that takes more time more resources but we did some research into podcasting and we decided hey let's make a podcast we have you know a pretty good i guess uh repertoire with each other and we go back and forth and we gel together and jive together pretty well and that's why we decided hey let's do a podcast and so like you said we decided that we had an old show that first show the Krispy Kreme show that is up on trash can is it on trash can tv it's on youtube yeah 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 it's on it's on tv trash it's also uh it's also you can find it on youtube as well but easiest place to go find it's on our website yep so nice little shameless plug there but yeah so we looked at it and we said you know what we were 16 year old kids that filmed this on a webcam and we were like you know what the structure was not bad at all we were just kind of immature i guess as far as our technical knowledge and as far as our I guess, professional show writing, but it was a good amateur show, or at least we thought, but we decided, hey, that's a good idea here. Let's take that and let's kind of use that for the podcast segment. And I remember us going to main event and I remember us planning out, okay, what segment do you think should be here? What are the segments? Like, what should we talk about? I remember one of our most definite ones that we wanted in there was our jelly donut segment. We wanted to have a jail report segment and reason being is because this was something that we we talked about a lot um so back where we were from in augusta there was a magazine called the jail report and a lot of times you would see it when you'd go out in public gas stations whatever they would have it for sale and you'd always see the you know kind of the crook of the week if you will on the very front of it and it would normally be a funny story or a big headline of some sort and so you would see it there and something um you know we always kind of like that sort of thing i mean i even remember in school asking um i was friends with one of these people who was on the um like school paper you know and i remember talking to the teacher asking her if we could do an iss report instead of the jail report just like who was it in school suspension that week but she said no um so it was something that i know definitely we wanted to talk about because some of these stories are just insane and we like talking about i know i like talking about like crazy arrest stories crazy jail report stories and then it kind of evolved 
Um, but we could talk about the evolution later. But what were some of the other segments that you're like at first? We we definitely have to have this in there. Definitely what fries my donuts because there was a segment, and if you go back and watch it again, shameless plug. There was a segment uh, that Micah did. It was called "What Ticks Me Off," and it was like a play on the "What Grinds My Gears" from the from the Family Guy Peter Griffin. And we said, you know what? Like everybody has something that they want to rant about, or something that really just kind of grinds their gears. But since we're doing a donut whole, like, or sorry, a donut segment, and the whole thing is a donut scene, donut theme, what fries my donut is really good. And we couldn't name this podcast the Krispy Kreme Show because we were worried about maybe copyright infringement or getting sued. So we said the Donut Box. Like it's. Life is like, this show is like a donut box. I was about to say, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> but that's the wrong movie. But we said, you know what? This is a variety show. And just like with the donut box, you can get a variety of topics. So What Fries My Donuts was definitely in the, uh, a top contender. And just a little background going to, in case you didn't hear the episode where we were talking about um, when we did the original Krispy Kreme show, what they were talking about there is... Um, we did a singular episode there, and it came strictly out of boredom. It was off of a webcam. It was incredibly low-tech. But we wanted to have a show just like this is structured right now. And, I mean, when Chris said that it was hilariously unprofessional, it was very, very unprofessional. Uh, we had commercials and everything. It was it was insane. And I think I even brought up a weather report for our local weather. Let me stop you right there because they were not paid commercials. They were the commercials that we just decided to make up. So it was really sketches. So they weren't actual real commercials. Let's make that clear. No, no, they were not. And so, um, but yeah, I mean, what Fries My Donuts was a big one. I remember doing that segment on that show. I mean, it was what ticks me off at that point. But, you know... I talked about, surprise, surprise, we were talking about football and bandwagon fans, pretty much. People that would just jump from one team to the other. And so, yeah, I knew we definitely wanted that one in there. The old-fashioned donut was one that we said needed to be in there. Because we were like, we we have so many stories from our childhood, we might as well put that in there. Exactly. We were like, we have so many things that we could talk about. So many different tales. Because, you know... It's constant for us. When we're telling people, I'm sure our fiancés get so ticked off hearing some of these stories sometimes. But, you know, a lot of times it's, wait, you've never heard this one before? To other people, right? You've never heard this one before? Oh, man. And it doesn't seem like we ever run out. So uh, we definitely wanted that one in there. I know the donut hole. We wanted the donut hole initially to be, you know, kind of a free-for-all. We like the structure, but we didn't want it to be, like, so structured to where you can't break off and do what you wanted to do every now and then because depending on whose turn it is, you know, Chris and I were good friends and we have a lot in common. But, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, you couldn't give two craps about playing sometimes. And then football is, yes, you know what it is and you've played it, or not played it, but, like, you, you know what it is and you like football, but really it's not something that you're like 100% into. So it's like in movies, as he said, I'm not one of the kind of guys to go out to the movie theater on a Friday night. So we do have our differences and that is a place to where we can talk about, you know, kind of what interests us and what we're, what we're interested at the time. Very first starting off, I think before the show, and I think we kind of just pivoted. Originally, it was going to be like a sports story from the past. That's originally what it was going to be every week. 
And then we realized, hey, like That's true. this is kind That's of true. something that only pertains to a certain group of people. So the donut hole then became a kind of a thing. Oh yeah, donut hole is going to be kind of a free for all this week, and we called it the donut hole because it's in the middle of the show. Um, and I distinctly remember, and so basically, uh, if you've been paying attention to all the segments of the show, we've covered pretty much all of them. But I remember Micah and I talking in that. Uh, main event, which main event is like a Dave and Buster's or like a big like arcade place. Uh, and I remember us talking like in the parking lot as we were planning out like what's going to be where, what kind of segments we're going to have. We always said that we wanted to end the show on a positive note. And that's where the eclair came from. We didn't name it the eclair at first. We were trying to come up with the name, but I was like, it's kind of like an eclair where it's, you know, the middle of stuff with goodness um, and positivity. And so we decided that we always wanted to end every show with something positive. And so that's where that came from. And then we, of course, we had to have the improv segment that just brings out our creative juices, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, we love doing improv and something that um, that's something we've always liked doing. So something that you probably don't know about Chris and I, even when we get together, we're, you know, playing PlayStation or something like that. We're we're always like this. It's not like we, we literally make voices. We, we do stupid jokes. We do stuff like that all the time. It's literally just, we give each other scenes and we go with it. And I mean, that's essentially, we had to have that. I mean, that's exactly. And then, um, the games weren't exactly an idea to begin with. I don't ever remember sitting here going, we could play some improv games, but, you know, the improv games have actually proved to be pretty fun. We have some favorites there. I know I do. Yes, we do, for sure. Um, so, yeah, uh, like Micah said, you know, I just saw him a couple weeks ago whenever this podcast airs, and we literally just sit there, and it's like, if he has, hasn't made the joke, I usually make it, or if I haven't made the joke, he's thinking it. So it's kind of one of those things where we play really well off of each other. So let's, let's dive in into that very first episode that we recorded. Um, we recorded it. We recorded it on Thanksgiving of last year, um, and so I distinctly remember us recording the first episode. So, do you want to kind of tell them what it was like recording that first episode? So, if you listen to the last episode, we were talking about um, Thanksgiving and what it was like. This was when our fiancés were together, so they were hanging out while we were in the guest my house's guest bedroom. <laughs> Literally, we had this thing set up, and Chris had bought a mic, I had bought a mic, and we were all set up and ready to go. We had the structure lined out. Um, I remember we got pieces of paper and literally wrote out all the, you know, which we still do for improv, but, you know, we, we literally, it was an old piece of mail, and literally we just took it and ripped it in shreds, and, you know, that's that's what we started off with. I'll tell you this much, man. I was incredibly nervous. We both were incredibly nervous. It probably shows in that first episode. It really does. Um, my thing is, for, for, for me personally, um, it was that fear of... It wasn't quite of like us talking or whatever. It was that fear of we're in such a cancel culture time to where it's, ooh, I don't want to say anything that's going to hurt anybody's feelings. You know what I mean? I'm not, I don't want to. I don't want to offend anybody. I want to skirt everything, not really offend anybody. It was hard because I wanted to put a big filter on myself. It's like, ooh, be very careful of what you say. Yeah, I think we had to 
we and you can definitely tell listening of course obviously to this episode and then listening to the first episode we have a big filter and you can tell that we're really trying to dance around a lot of things uh, when we we're talking about mike vick we really didn't want to go into all that stuff and so we were really dancing around a lot of stuff and it was really i wouldn't say it was bad but it was just different because we had never done this so like finding our flow and our rhythm and we had to get like all the laughs out and we had to get like all that out before we could actually record and then record like doing all the recording kinks and like making sure the audio was good but now like we can pretty much do everything in one take so it's it's really easy for us to be able to do it like before we would have to like start and then stop and then start and then stop and i remember like editing it and i remember in the first few episodes i was very very i guess hard on myself about like what i said and how i said things and I was like, man, like, let's make sure I don't say this or make sure I don't say that. Um, and I remember being like, oh, that popped in the background or, oh, I shouldn't have said this. And now I'm a little bit more loose with it. And so it's a little bit easier. So that first episode was definitely like, it, it wasn't bad. I'm not embarrassed of it by no means. I mean, it's our first episode. There's none like it. So that's the, it's a one since day one. So. But yeah, go back and look at, listen to that pilot episode if you never have. We were definitely a little nervous. We were nervous about how it was going to be received. But I'll tell you this much. We were um, very early on, and Chris will attest to this too, we were very overwhelmed by the numbers. I mean, we we had listeners fairly early on. And it was and it's, it's you guys that we're talking about. The Virginias, the Brussels, Belgium, Dublin, Ireland. You know, we had a lot of those really really early on folks and we were sitting here going holy crap we got people listening to us you know i was expecting to be honest six months in a year in um personally i don't know about you but i wasn't expecting this many listeners you know i was tallying it all up today and we have about 100 consistent listeners every week yeah and that's on different uh streaming services and we started with well, maybe 20 30 and so we've grown and by no means are we like made it big and most people are like oh yeah you only have 100 listeners but to see the exponential growth honestly most people say that it takes like two to three years for you to finally get like a big listening unless you're somebody with celebrity status unless you're someone like a joe rogan or a logan paul that already has that celebrity status like if you're starting from the ground up it's really hard um but it's just like a business but i want to fast forward a little bit and i want us to i guess talk about some of our favorite episodes or some of our favorite like segments or stories that we've told uh so i'm just gonna open it up the floor what has been your from start to finish all the way through what has been your hands down favorite number one episode it's really hard like extremely hard to pick just one but trashy christmas and tell us why reason being that was the most us episode we could have possibly done so i don't know if we've talked about the christmas uh banquet video i think we've talked about it before a little bit um, it was about a video that we didn't have aired for a youth group, but it was during Christmas. Did we actually talk about it during that Christmas special? I forget. I think we did. Anyways, so, you know, it was a hilariously goofy video, and I remember making this video, and, you know, some of these, you know, I'll, I'll be totally candid with you. You know which episodes I love the most? The ones that felt like 
when we were back kids just screwing around making making something right and that episode reminded me of what we wanted to do as 16 year olds you know we had those visions in mind but we maybe didn't have the wherewithal or the knowledge or the The maturity. maturity or whatever it was and then all of a sudden it's like we made that podcast and between the stupid little joke songs and you know the stuff like that you listen through it and you're sitting here going this is what we were looking for this is what we wanted to do all along well i think i i enjoyed that episode particularly because it was a little bit different from what we had normally done and it was truly a christmas special episode like it was truly a special episode to where it was different and you're right like we got to do our own improv we got to do uh will it christmas is it a christmas movie um annoying christmas songs like i i just really enjoyed that episode and for me it's in the top ones but for me personally and again I feel like all of our special episodes, like our special holiday episodes are very much us because we take a little bit extra time and we are like, okay, let's plan out this. How can we make this different than a normal one and make it very special? Um, But the trashy Valentines for me from start to literal finish, like every 100% of that episode, I feel like it is top notch and I could be wrong, and that's one of and my our listeners well. say that the Bible Man episode, the Bible Man football, and the Water Gun episode is our number one. That's actually our most listened to episode. But the Trashy Valentines for me is something because I felt that creative artistry, because I felt like, okay, I'm putting my heart and soul, I'm putting my comedy, I'm putting my artistic ability into this. I mean, the intro, hands down the best intro that we've ever had yeah hands down hands down that was the because best it, intro absolutely because if you have I, I never heard intro. the sunday night slow jams like on a rap or r&b station in your local area i promise you like nine o'clock ten o'clock at night turn on your local rapper r&b station sunday nights yes sunday, sunday night. night nine or ten o'clock turn on your local rap or r&b station and they will play Sunday Night Slow Jam, and you will hear what we're talking about. But hands down, I think that is a great one. Um, I loved when we told the story about the camping trip. I feel like as a story with the sound effects and everything, like that just was a good story to tell. That's one of my favorite stories to tell. I, I was just going to shout you out, man. Shout out to Chris because he'd be doing all the special effects with that sort of thing. Makes those stories even better with the music, the effects, all that stuff. But I I think you were going to ask me about, is there any episodes that really stand out to me? For some reason, I really enjoyed the Conspiracy Theories, the Graniteville episode, where we talked about Graniteville. Um... We played the ABC game that time. That was pretty fun as well. Um, you know, I loved all of our holiday ones, like Chris was saying. Man, hands down, yeah, no lie, the, the Valentine's Day one topped Bill, for sure, for sure. Man, there are so many of them. There are so many good ones. It is, it, what's hard to believe, it, as I look down a list of all the ones that we've had, is I look at some of these and I go, man, that was episode 18, right? That was episode... Like, even Bible Man Football and the Water Gun, that was episode 17. It feels like just yesterday we were recording that. I don't remember when we started doing intros. I It was definitely after Christmas that we started doing, like, the intros and planning them out. Um, but other than the trashy Valentine's and the trashy Christmas, is there a certain intro that sticks out to you? Because for me, 
the journey one definitely sticks out for me and and i will tell you why because micah eventually moved and so we we weren't recording like in person and that was like the first time in a while that we have recorded um in person and so for us to do that journey parody spoof it was definitely a so us thing um i'm gonna ask you i'm gonna ask you another question real quick out of all the accents on the improv segment which one is your favorite to do if i can and the thing is it's hard but i love the old smoker voice i i really don't know why but when i say if i can it's because it does take a lot on my on my vocal cords to do that kind of raspy voice afterwards i do have to drink a lot of water because it, it just it really just does ravage it so if i'm having any sort of allergies or any sort of issues i'm just not able to do it very well but if i can i love doing that one i mean that in i mean i could always do a redneck accent too or like a southern accent i can always i can always do that or like preachers too <laughs> yeah for that's what i was about to say for me my most favorite one is the preacher voice because I throw literally 110% of myself into that character and I just go off and I'm telling you the amount of improv and creativity that there, there are things that just come up to me as I'm talking and I'll just have things pop into my head and uh, it, it's a very fun accent to do. I was just going to say, you know, one of the beautiful parts about it is, you know, Chris was talking about we really, for the vast majority of our episodes past, I would say, oh, I'm trying to think, probably past 15 or so, we didn't, we weren't recording in person anymore. Like we were recording virtually to where we're watching each other through a camera. What's amazing to me sometimes is how we could still work off of each other improv wise. And, you know, there was, there's been a lot of times where we'll be, we'll be in the middle of something. And just like the preacher voices, if you've ever noticed, for some reason, my, my preacher has some quirks about him, right? But like Chris says, he throws himself 110% in it. Automatically, for some reason, it clicks into my mind, okay, he's going 110%. I'm going to be that slacker guy that literally is just in it for the wrong reasons. And literally, we can play off each other like that to where literally it creates the character based on the, how the other person is going with it. Yeah, so uh, kind of moving on a little bit, um, is there any like, as far as a certain segment, like the jelly donut, the donut hole, the what fries my donuts, um, or even the old fashioned donut, was there like any one of those that a certain one like stuck out to you and you said, I really enjoyed this or I was really proud of this? Oh, there's so many. I know jelly donut ones, so jail reports. I always love doing the Florida Florida folks. I really don't know why, but at this point it's just like, oh man, I gotta do stories from Florida. And that's always it's always fun because you get some crazy ones about you know people getting eaten with gators by gators you know it's crazy stuff happens in Florida you know I really love our old fashioned donuts I mean what I like about it and this isn't one thing in particular that stands out but there's a lot of times in stories and you'll hear it sometimes to where I'll remember things that Chris didn't remember or Chris will remember things that I did not remember. Like we'll start talking about them and he'll go, well, if you remember this part and, and I'm sitting here going, really? I don't remember that that happened. And then there's some other times where Chris, will, you know, he'll be saying, and, I'll, and he'll go, I don't really remember how that happened. I go, oh, well, it was this or this or this, you know? So that's what I like about it. You know, that's what I pull from it. 
Um, topic wise, man, there are just so many of them. I personally like playing the anytime we play the games on the donut hole, like with the president trivia and the and the movie trivia. Like those those are my favorite. I don't like having to pay penance for some. That's why we don't place bets no more. <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess that's true. But I will tell you, man, like to all of our listeners, like every episode we put 110%, whether we're sick, whether we've been upset, whatever's been going on in life, we put 110% and literally Micah and I will sit down and be like, all right, what do you want to do for the intro this week? Because normally we have a general idea of what's going to, the, how the show's going to go, but like, what are you going to want to do for an intro this week? And we'll kick around like a few ideas and be like, oh yeah, like that's great. Or one of us will be like, I like that, but what if we did this to it? And we kind of tweak it. And so uh, that's how those intros come about. I don't even know if the people like the intros or not, but I like it. I like it better than just the vanilla. Hi, I'm Chris or I'm Micah. And I'm telling you, it's great. Uh, sound effects and music is great. So, yeah. And you know, we do roast a lot of other podcasts. It's just one of those things. If you've listened to them, we try to be different to the point. Um, we do some similar things and of course we're a podcast, so it's going to be similar to other ones. My thing is a lot of times you listen to it and the biggest thing that we see is a lack of structure. And then we also see, you know, the boring conversations. And so we try to steer clear of those. Uh, we tried to keep it fresh with each segment and you know, that's why we put a lot of planning into it. It's cause listen, we're not here to bore y'all for sure. We don't want to do none of that. Um, we, we really just want to, we want to make you laugh and have a good time. And, um, we're just, we're just happy, at least from my standpoint, you know, some people must think we're funny or something. (laughs) I guess so. So that's a great segue. And I, I guess we can both share what through this year process. And like I've said, we're brand new still, we're still young. Um, what have you learned? through all of this process what about podcasting about yourself uh whatever you want to share that you've learned through this through this year one big thing is just like in the intro of this episode um you know it's it's not being so timid in what i'm having to say and what i mean by that is i used to be so afraid of oh how is this going to come across or even you know is this making sense and whatever you know my thing is I, I do give 110%. I just realized I was being too hard on myself a lot of the times. I would listen back to it, and I would sit here, and I would listen to myself, and I'd go, that sounded totally fine. Like, why am I nitpicking myself over this? What Chris was talking about, too, um, listening back to yourself, If and this is something I would tell a new podcaster if you're out there, uh, don't go too much off of listening to yourself at the beginning. It's definitely a learning process. You're getting a groove. You're getting a flow. It might not sound 100% like you want it to sound at first. It's literally just tweaking the things that you say, getting a rhythm, getting a flow. Because like Chris said, something that does affect things and affected us, I feel like, was at first we definitely had those stop and go moments where it's like, hold on, I didn't mean to say that, or I didn't like what I was saying. And it would, it would literally kind of go like that of, oh, I didn't really like that. Go ahead and stop it. We'll cut it. That cut and go kind of thing. It makes it harder for the organic stuff to come out. And to be honest with you, I've noticed that if I don't think about it too much, and if I just go for it and just start talking, it, it helps out a lot. You know, and so biggest thing is not being too critical on yourself because, I mean, the stop and go stuff, it's a it's a mental thing. You know, it's it's harder to pick up, like I said. So 
just don't be too hard on yourself. There's going to be a lot of ums and pauses and things like that. It's it's all a part of the beginning process. Even where I'm at right now, we're in, you know, this is technically the 53rd episode, and you could tell just a few moments ago, I went kind of, uh, uh, and kind of stopped a little bit. So it, it happens. It happens. Yeah. Um, I guess I would say the thing that I've learned is podcasting is not as easy as everybody thinks it is. Like, it's really not. A lot of people think, oh, yeah, I can just put on a mic and I can just talk. Um, it's it's not, if you want to have a successful podcast, it's not that s- simple. Um, you do have to do some editing and you do have to set up everything on the back end with RSS feed um, or if you decide to use RSS feed. But you got to set up an RSS feed through somewhere. Um, and of course, uh, some people, you know, if you're like, you know what, I'm not that good at editing, uh, you can send it to people and they'll edit it for you. Or uh, you can use Audacity. Audacity is super easy. It's very easy. Uh, that's what we use. Um, but yeah, that's one thing I've learned. I've also and it's free. Yeah, it is free. Um, one thing I have been grateful for is this. This has helped me with my job because in my job I'm having to do a lot of speaking in front of a lot of people. So it helps me uh, become a better speaker. It's like Toastmasters without uh, getting direct feedback, I guess. But uh, yeah, so it, it's good. Um, that is something I would say that I've learned. Um, uh, what is something, and we'll kind of wrap this up here. What advice would you give to somebody that is starting a brand new podcast? Like what advice would you give to them? Get into a flow. Try to try to find a flow very, very early. So we have the luxury of being, a, you know, I have a co-host here right some people are going to be out there starting a podcast with just themselves and especially them flow is important um i mean we're talking if you have a co-host like we do make sure y'all find a flow if not it's going to sound off it's going to sound very very off and like i said at the beginning that's a-okay Uh, But something you also want to think about is those very beginning few episodes, that is what's going to be your benchmark, especially that very first episode is going to be a benchmark of do people want to listen from here on out or not. But at the same time, don't be so stove up because you're like, oh my gosh, this is the first episode and everybody's going to listen and I don't know how they're going to take it. I want to make sure that they take it well so they keep listening and all. No, no, no. Just be yourself. It's all good. You'll recognize that flow and that rhythm. Don't take it too hard. You just got to find that balance. We've talked about balance on the show before. You got to find that balance of being just right there in between, of understanding how much is going on with that first episode. But once you get past that first episode and everything like that, as long as you have that rhythm and that flow, it'll all, those kinks will work out slowly with time. And some, some of it's faster than others, but. Just don't get bogged down by those things because that's why so many podcasters quit so early on is because it it is hard. Something, and I'm going to delve a little bit over into another area too. My second bit of advice, when I talk about flow, I'm not just talking about how we talk on the podcast or how we interact. It's, It's also, if you're doing it with a friend, you have to still maintain a friendship. It's not all about the podcast. Chris and I still maintain a friendship outside of this podcast. And, you know, there are some times that we both get busy, but don't make it to where it's business only because it's very easy to get to that point. Um, Something else, too, just be mindful of how much time that it's taking 
look for areas to shorten the length of things and I mean because it is a lot of work. Chris was talking about putting it on RSS feed. That's that's one of the things and that pumps it out to like Spotify and stuff like that. But you know, he has to do the editing on my end. I'm uh, putting together a YouTube video, the graphics, putting the, you know, uploading the YouTube videos, making the social media posts. There is a lot to do each and every week. It's not just, oh, I'm going to pump this out. You got to really market yourself out there. And so the biggest thing, though, is it's very easy to burn out quickly. So, like I said, get into a flow, understand what that flow is. And to be honest, at this point, it probably only takes Chris and I combined, I would say, less than 10 hours a week to do everything that we need to do, including recording. Oh, yeah. It takes me, like, probably, honestly, minus the pod, like, recording, like, it only takes me, like, an hour to edit, an hour and some change. But uh, go adding on to what you're saying about flow, decide how long of a time that you are wanting your podcast to go because that will help you. Um the podcasts that are like, we're just going to talk until we're done. That really has no rhyme or no reason at all. And, um, you know, unless you're taking like a 15 hour road trip, nobody wants to listen to a four hour podcast. Um, really and truly, um, unless it's something like from a big celebrity that's talking about like a football player that's talking about his football days, like people want to talk, but if you're just some average guy, some Joe Schmo on the street, like say, okay, I'm gonna have my podcast be uh, between I don't know an hour and out or an hour and thirty. And for us, we're like, okay, between forty five minutes and usually fifty five minutes is where we try to generally land because we know that our listeners are probably just traveling to work on a Monday morning or in the office and uh, de- definitely don't want to listen to a four hour. I know I can't listen to a four hour podcast unless I'm driving. So, right. And I mean, my thing is too something else that you need to decide about the podcast on top of that is frequency. How often am I going to have this podcast? We chose once a week. Now I will say this. Some people are very ambitious and say, I'm going to do it once a day or multiple times during a week. I would caution against that. If you're a new podcaster and reason being is that is a lot of work. Trust me just for one week, just for one week, we make it, we, we do have it covered now. Like I said, we're in a flow to where we can get it done very quickly, but especially at first, I mean, I would, I'm sure Chris will tell you editing the first few times took a very long time. And then as far as, um, getting the YouTube video up, getting the graphics together, it was not a very quick process at first. And so that's where it's easy to burn out. You know, once a week works best for us. But hey, you know, there are some podcasts out there that are a little bit longer and they go two weeks, they go a month. But then they have like a two-hour podcast instead of a one-hour podcast. So these are all things to think about. It doesn't necessarily have to be once a week. It doesn't necessarily have to be every single day. It's really a frequency that you choose, however however much you want to do that. But that's something that definitely needs to be decided first and foremost along with the time. I will say this too. When you pick your topic of what you're going to talk about every week, try to make it focused. Don't ramble. Say, okay, this is what I'm going to talk about. And if you have to make yourself points, Mike and I don't necessarily make ourselves points, but we kind of know how long each segment is going to take. And we kind of both have like that mental clock of how long each segment is going to take. But if you're like, okay, this week I'm only talking about like, you just have a topical podcast where you're like, okay, I'm going to talk about begging or I'm going to talk about this murder documentary that I watched. Don't just ramble. Like 
be focused about it because people don't want to really hear a lot of like rambling. I know I tune out if it's a lot of rambling. And also too, don't try to be too silly or too goofy or don't try to be something you're not. Be yourself. Just be yourself. If you try if you're trying to be goofy or gimmicky or whatever, people can tell. And most of the time people don't really like that. I know that if I hear like just a childish goofy podcast at the beginning, I'm most likely not going to listen to it. But that is something to think about whenever you're uh, recording. And I will say this, uh, editing is everything. Uh, and there are a lot of people that they just leave dead space. Like they leave dead space in their podcast. And so I, I usually try to clean up a lot of our dead space. And I try to even cl- clean up a lot of like our long pauses or our long ums or whatever, like not just Micah, but for me too, I clean it all up. And then for me, I make uh, sound effects that pop. So that's what it does. If anything you can do to make your podcast pop, whether it be music, whether it be sound effects, those really help. Absolutely. And, you know, something else too, um, and this will be my last point on it, is if you are working in tandem with someone else and, you know, sometimes there are podcasts with, you know, two or more people there, make sure that you have that workload balanced and everyone understands what the workload is. Now, Chris and I don't necessarily have that problem because he and I know each other so well, we didn't even really have the conversation. It was, I, guess, I think the conversation was more like, yep, okay, you'll do the editing, I'm doing YouTube and whatever, and we literally just, we had that conversation. But sometimes it, it is one of those things you need to have a in-depth, sit-down conversation, and along with the timing, the frequency, all those things of who is handling what, okay, we're, we plan to have a website, who is going to maintain the website, okay, we plan to have a YouTube channel, who is planning on putting the video up on the YouTube channel and getting that prepared each week. You want to make sure that these things happen because something else that will kill a podcast very, very quickly is if the weight is shifted all on one side and one person gets burnt out and the other person's not doing anything. So, you know, if you're in that situation, you either need to find a new partner or have that conversation and have some things change because you definitely don't want to have that happen. So many podcasts fail early on. I mean, it's literally... So just a bit of transparency here. I did a search of trash can tv donut box podcast things like that and there are other donut box podcasts out there but you know what the main difference is they've only they only went two or three episodes and then they drop off face the earth and that's that's true with a lot of podcasts it's like two or three episodes and then you never hear from them ever again and so the thing is success is not made overnight rome was not built overnight give it some time we're thrilled to be at about a hundred regular listeners in a year. We're not professional by, I mean, we we're pretty professional, but like we're not pro by any means, but at the same time, you know, we're happy with a hundred. I'm so happy at this point with a hundred. I'm just happy to have people that want to listen to us. And so we know that that's going to keep growing. And so invest in that future and understand, because again, once you get into that flow, each and every week will come by and you'll go, okay, and you'll be in that flow and it'll be before you know it, you'll be at a year like we are. Yeah. And don't get discouraged by the numbers. I mean, Mike and I, we look at the numbers, but it's not something that either we get excited about it. and We celebrate when we have high numbers, but we also are like numbers are not what going to drive us. Like we do this for us and we, 
we keep doing it because it's a creative outlet for us. But like Micah said, like you got to be consistent with it. And even, like I said, even in this first year, we're not even really that big. We're still a quote unquote small podcast, but you have to keep going with it. A lot of people quit after maybe 20 episodes. They don't even get to 50 episodes. So, I mean, you got to keep pushing it. You got to keep going uh, regardless of what the numbers is. Like I said, unless you're someone like Logan Paul or Joe Rogan or a celebrity, your podcast is not going to blow up overnight. Definitely not. But, you know, we're grateful for y'all that we do have. And I figure we'll wrap this thing up, take the donut box out to the trash like we said. But, yeah, I hope you enjoyed our Season 2, Episode 1 here. I'm going to plug it here, tvtrashcan.com, tvtrashcan.com. Like we said last week, we're going to have more Dwarfinator videos come up, Part 2, Part 3, all that good jazz that's coming up here soon. And uh, more coming out on the website, more aviation videos. Um, More, more, more. we got all sorts of cool stuff coming out. And so we appreciate all of you and appreciate y'all for listening. Chris, you got anything to add, man? I don't. We just thank all of those that have listened with us from the very beginning. And we welcome all of you, whether you're listening at episode 52 and this is your first episode. Or wait, this is 53, right? No, sorry. 53. Wait, no, this is season two, episode one. I'm sorry. I I still think that we're doing number. I'm sorry. This is season two, episode one. So whether you're listening at season two, episode one, or you've been listening to us from the very first episode, we appreciate all of you guys. And so I'm Chris. And I'm Micah. And you've been listening to the very first episode of season two of the Donut Box Podcast. Yeah, it's going to be a great season.